0: Hey what's up? This is episode 053. Friday 15. Let's think product and let's use content, shall we? One, two, three. Welcome to the Design Your Thinking podcast, a show where we think, learn and explore the product mindset so you can design better products every day. And now your host, Karthik. Hey, hey, welcome back to another Friday 15 episode on the Design Your Thinking podcast. And this is me, your teacher for the next 10 odd minutes, Karthik. In the last two Friday 15 episodes, we talked about a couple of interesting topics. In 47, we talked about the product launch preparedness checklist. And in 50, we talked about the six steps to value-based pricing. While pricing and product pre-launch checklists are great tools that allows you to think about your product holistically, I'd like to share another tool with you, so to speak. It's a set of seven questions, and I've used these uh, questions multiple times with multiple product teams and it allows you to actually think about your product beyond the software, or beyond what your backlog is or your roadmap is. Let's start with a one-page write-up of your product. Write down exactly how your product addresses your customer's deepest desires, how it addresses their needs, concerns, and fears. Now, this is very, very important. Take time to write this down. You can, you need not necessarily do it in one day, but then you write down, share it with your product team, share it with your um, you know, executive management, and get a buy-in. This is going to be very, very important. But the next time you're going to write a user story, have this right attached to the story and make sure that feature that you're building addresses your customer's deepest desires, needs, concerns, and fears. So that's the first step first step is to write down this product description be as elaborate as possible as much as you can fit into one page one a4 size page the second step or the first step this is actually the pre-first step <laughs> you know the, the first step that you i want you to do once you have your product description put down this list of qualified customers now what does qualified customers mean We always talk about customers very loosely. Now, uh, we also have seen how customers differ from users. But even in this differentiation, what we end up doing is we loosely use the term customers for anybody and everybody that we know or who's using or not using our product. So the minute you write qualified, you're basically saying that this entity or this customer or this company or whoever it is, is somebody who is going to buy your product meaning they have already understood what your product does and they understand what it takes to acquire product and they're ready to pay whatever it takes to actually get a piece of your product. So write down this list of qualified buyers. The reason I'm asking you to do this is because the minute you start writing this down, you start to get to reality. Because half the time as product makers, we always talk about customer or buyers very loosely and it often impedes or affects us when it gets to actual launch because you launch it and you just hear crookets. So the second step I want you to do is to write this irresistible offer. Now what is an offer? If you had to s- sell something to your, to your friend or to somebody, to a stranger, you have to explain what you're selling and you have to make them um, you know, find it interesting and you have to get them to you know pay you money in this case so how do you do it you have to make your offer irresistible you have a great product no wonder but then how are you going to give it are you going to say that I'm going to ship the product physically to you or it's going to be available over the internet or maybe some other form now think about all of this now if you want to, to know more about this think about the offering model Go back, I have written a blog post on monetization model. Uh, go and check it out. The third thing I want you to do is to write a sales page. Well, what's a sales page? Of course, as product makers, we, we are deeply engaged in the, in the making of the product that we don't end up thinking about the sales side of it. But a sales page is a great way of thinking about your product because it allows you to think about your product from outside in. So, what is a sales page? A sales page essentially is a, is a page that you put up. It could be uh, if you're doing a physical product, it could be a brochure that you're printing. Or if it's something that you have, uh, you know, online, then it's a single HTML page available on the internet that people can see to know more about your product. It could have an overview of your product, you know, how much uh, it would take to buy uh, your product, and also how can they go about doing it. So, to write down a sales page here are the key things that i want you to think about try to think about a, a headline explaining why your prospective buyer or customer needs your product now the more crispier you can get with this headline the better it is for you the second thing i want you to think about uh, when it gets to a sales page is to use some sort of image now you don't try to spend a lot of time hiring a graphic designer and doing anything fancy here but go and you know sit with your team and try to come up with this image that will best portray your product use your creative skills use your imagination Uh, to know more about using images go and check out the last episode that i had with kate rutter she talks about visual thinking now this is a great way of showcasing your product in in a single image The third thing I wanted to do is, um, you know, come up with three or maximum five bullet points explaining what you'll get once you do whatever with the farm. So imagine somebody is actually looking at your product, uh, your sales page. Now, they have seen your sales page. They are interested in your product. They like your image. They like your headline. And you want them to do something. Now, try to tell them with maximum, you know, five, I I really would uh, urge you to keep it at three. Three bullet points. Tell them what you want them to do. And the next thing I want you to do is to think of putting a button. A button that will allow them to click and take them somewhere. It could be uh, a button that you, someone clicks and it, it shows them a number where they can, they can call your sales team perhaps. Or if you have something that they can try online, direct them to a trial page. That's fine. But then think about putting that button together and think about what you will write on the button. Now, why why is this important for you as a maker? Now you could be an engineer or a product manager or a designer, whoever you are, this is going to be important because you are thinking exactly how your customers would think. You are thinking, you are actually soaking yourself on the other end. So think about the right word you want to use. What word do you want to have on the button that will actually make them click on the button? Now. Don't fret too much uh, into the technicalities of this call to action. This is called the call to action in a page. So don't think too much about it. But then what I want to be doing here is to actually think more in terms of the headline, image, and what you want the customers to do. The third or the fourth thing I want to do, do here is is to actually have a form of some sort where you pick up the 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 name and address of whoever is coming and once you pick the name and address of the person who's actually you know viewing your page i want you to think about what you would do once they do that in other words you probably are going to send them an email perhaps yes now what do you want to send in that email now, the reason I want you to think about this is because your product is not just a piece of software. It's also about the experience. How do you engage with your with a prospective buyer and how do you convert them into a, a user of your product? So think about what email you're going to send. You're probably going to send a welcome email for sure, but then how do you engage them? once you're done with this I want you to think about the fifth step or the fourth step in fact which is the affiliate network now this is a term that I actually started uh, using once I I got interested with this whole content marketing world because affiliate uh, network allows you to think about your partners now your product uh, could you could be selling it to your customers directly or through partnerships now, this whole affiliate network thinking allows you to think more from your partner's perspective. Why should someone partner with you? In other words, what do your partners get in order to, uh, you know, when they actually go and take your product to their network? The next thing, or the sixth thing I want want you to think about is pre-launch content. Now, what is pre-launch content and why does it matter to me as, a, as someone who's making products? You might think that way, but then a pre-launch content is something uh, that's important for you to think because here is where I talk about videos, case studies. Proof that your product actually works as expected. Now, you could have done a pilot with some customer. Talk about it. Create a video or create a case study that your prospective customers can download and see. Because what you want your customers or your prospective customers to do, do is you want to build this trust with them so that they can go and start to engage with you in a conversation about your product because no matter how good your product is you are not going to have a prospective buyer show interest for a conversation with you until they get to feel that you indeed you know can be trusted you have the stuff that will allow me to you know take my manager's permission to actually schedule a call with you and have a conversation, right? So the pre-launch content is a great way of thinking about this whole thing. The next step I want you to think about is email. Now, we talked about this a little bit uh, upfront, but then, you know, I I really want to emphasize on this explicitly, and that's the reason I'm, I'm rehashing on this. Think about what email you're going to send out when someone actually signs up on your sales page. Now, another reason I'm talking about it here is because you could possibly and potentially use this step as a way for engaging with your uh, audience, in this case, your prospective customers, by sending them into some sort of sequence that will take them through a learning curve. So you could be probably sending them an email every other day for a week and talking to them about how your product works and how it can help them get better. And the last thing I want you to do is to think about the monetization model. Now, the monetization model, we've talked about this uh, in a couple of places in the past. I've written a blog post on this and also we talked about the pricing model uh, in the last Friday 15 episode. The monetization model is an extremely useful tool because it allows you to think about how you're going to make money from your product. And secondly, it allows you to think about how you are going to offer your product to your prospective customers and number three it, it allows you to think about how you're going to price because these are three different things that allows you to think about your product from completely a different perspective and uh, allows you to think about your product from more uh, f- more like a customer than as a maker so these are the seven different steps i really uh, urge you to think about your product uh, wearing these seven different hats i don't know if i should call it hats but then wear these different hats and think about your product because this will make you think about your product very differently and also get innovative in a lot of different places with your product. All right, that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and if you liked listening to this, go head over to uh, designerthinking.com subscribe to my newsletter. You can just scroll to the bottom of the page and uh, click the button and you'll be asked to give your first name and your email. Just do that and yeah, I'll see you in the inbox. Do respond to, hit reply to that email, the first email that you get from me and and tell me what you think about this episode. I would love to get your inputs and also if you need more help, do feel free to ask. All right, and if you liked this episode, uh, do head over to iTunes and leave me a rating interview. I'll be really, really happy if you could do that for me. To do that, head over to designyourthinking.com slash iTunes. It will take you to iTunes just go there and leave a review and rating. And of course, if you want to get more of these episodes uh, into your uh, computer or your smartphone, do subscribe to this uh, podcast. You can do that in iTunes or you could do that in Stitcher depending on what smartphone you're using. And I'm assuming you're using one of Apple or Android smartphone here. So that's all I have for today. I hope you loved listening to this episode and I really, really hope you do something with it. I see you in the next episode, stay tuned. Stay inspired. Love you all. Thanks for listening to the Design Your Thinking podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter at www.designyourthinking.com.